Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Girl, you're such a sexy beast. You're such a sexy beast. Are you a this monster? Or are you Bigfoot? Grip, dip, supernatural vampire, banshee, Tony and Jago. Oopses, Owen, Dago. Hey, 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 coming after me. Who the fuck said you could laugh at me? Smack with me. Do the Bigfoot think he could stab with me? Blasphemy. You could dare come at me with a Bigfoot dick and a Loch Ness monster pussy? Hey, now you sexy beast. Yeah! Oh, foghorn, foghorn, foghorn. <laughs> yeah, get your sound effects up there, Jacob. <clears throat> uh, welcome to Sexy Beast, your foray into the menagerie of the unexplained. Get out of here, goat. Uh, this week, we are taking a look. That's horrible. Yeah, so that is whiny. disgusting sound. <clears throat> that Come is on. a fucking dis... What would we under? What would foghorn fog horn noise be under? Air horn. Whistles. Would it be under whistles? Okay. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. So we decided to take a little bit of a break from the regular scheduled... Uh, don't stop trying to touch my foot under the table. <laughs> footsie. Uh, and... <laughs> and also give our phenomenal artist, Ashton O'Reilly, a little bit of a break. A little bit of a break. A little bit of a break. Yeah, so we got actually a huge uh, response back from the Q&A episode we did. See, that's the great thing about us. Uh, we ask you to ask us questions. Like any good uh, preteen on MySpace. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh ask, ask me. Ask me anything. Ask me anything. Bored now in Starbucks. Well, ask me something. Uh, but yeah, we got a good response to it. People seem to like our uh, shitty advice and our stories about me shitting myself in public. Yeah, like um, to get a peel, peel behind the skin, yeah. you might even say. Peel back the skin. And John Peel. See you jump peel. We got so I'm going to see. But also there's um there is I think a <clears throat> growing percentage of the sexy beast, <laughs> beast listenership who would much rather we don't talk about cryptids at all. So this is kind of our way to pander to you once every whatever 6 weeks to a month. Jago, you did get some sexy questions. Yeah, we put the call out on Instagram and after a little panic that we got no questions, I realized no, I that panic. you have to look at the actual uh, story to get I, the... I did panic last time. Yeah, last time you're like, jeez, man, we're fucked. We really put us in place. We're really, really knocks your confidence when you see this shit. I didn't say that. I said it was yeah. humbling. Okay, and we got a couple. So no questions. Some of them, obviously, really interesting and mad into it. And then some of them are like, oh, lads, oh, if you want if you had to put like a banshee's dick in your eye, how would you do it? Oh, and great question. Great question. Um, probably from the mouth hole. I'm just press up. Oh, Jesus Christ, Tony. That was a joke one. Oh. Um, but we got one here. I, these are all going to stay anonymous just for... Just for sake. Just for the fuck's sake. Just for sake. Uh, so the next one is... Uh, it's this, the next one. The very first one is... Um, 
how do I get a boy to text me back? I knew you'd laugh this one up. Yeah. Um, text you back. Um, this is from a woman. From a woman. Uh, look, I would say change your perspective on things. Mm. You you maybe don't want him to text you back. That's the thing, though. Like, if everyone has a phone on them 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day. 20, 24 don't hours. Don't get sour with 24 hours they a day. They have 24, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a phone or some sort of means of communication. If he doesn't text you back, it probably means he doesn't want to. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying... Like, you're probably way better than this lad. He's probably a real fuck boy. We don't know this. No offense, but you could be shit. You could be a shit person inside and out. Yeah. We need more con- <laughs> We need more context on this. No, like, I'm totally yeah. joking. No, but the thing is, I mean, it's, it's kind of like... Uh, a lot of people say... Uh, be yourself hmm. you know and you know you don't want to pander to someone but I mean if you're just looking to text someone and go on a date and have a good time uh, maybe get the ride or a kiss hmm. uh, then maybe fake who you are and fake a different person just yeah, to have one it. good time whenever, whenever and then, I, yeah. I mean if you don't want to be with them anyway because Brian can text you back don't do that but maybe in this case find out what this person's interests are pretend that they're your interests yeah. and completely pander to this fellow and find out where they go like so be like oh what? oh, I didn't think I'd bump into you into this vape shop that's great advice yeah. just be like be what they want you to be yourself is not good enough I would say <laughs> no but I would also say the first instinct is that if look they're not texting back um, and and it could, they might not be texting back for any reason they might not be texting back um because of something you did, hmm. uh, most likely not. Most likely is they're just bored or they're distracted or they're busy. They're busy, yeah. And they're and they're maybe not, and they're maybe not giving you the credit that you, that you deserve that you would give to them. And so this is a telltale sign that a couple of years down the line of a relationship, this thing kind of hmm. could happen again. That they're not or be- you could go nuclear on it and text and be like, "I had such a great time last night. You were the best sex I ever had." That's excellent. And then when he goes, wrong. "Oh, what?" and he's like, "Sorry, wrong number. Wrong. That was meant for." Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah. Who is Paul. famously attractive. Famously attractive. Um, no, there could be any reason. I mean, uh, more context would be key. Hmm. Um, Just text me like, I won the lotto. And then they'd be like, oh, you won the lotto. I was like, oh, yeah. And then take a loan out and fake it until you make it. That's a very good point. Just pretend like you're a fucking millionaire. You pretend you're a millionaire. Yeah. And then pretend you lost Say, it hey, all. where are you? Are you uh, uh, can I send a delivery to your house? I just have loads of money. Yeah. And just f- constantly feed them. Constantly feed them so they can't leave their house. Just say and I'm you know where they are all times. Um, but keeping this does highlight something that maybe we could talk about is is was there ever someone who you really liked and they didn't like you and was that a difficult time? Like, I've I've yeah no. So I've, like I've used Tinder a lot, mm-hmm. met loads of people on Tinder and stuff like that. A handful, a handful, uh, and then like you text them and then I've, I'm guilty of this as well it just doesn't work out mm. or you're just taught, like there's no spark there or something like that I there's hate no that tender. I hate when people say that there's no spark or there's no sort of connection but it's mm. true like like I remember just texting someone and just literally being like like I could be texting myself this is so boring you know I mean dry <laughs> so I said I was <clears throat> I was busy I was working but mm. I actually was on holidays so I just sat around and then she texted and I was like, and then eventually I, I caved and was like, listen, this is not working out and I'm not into this. And she was pretty cool about it. So yeah. I think the best policy is honesty. Honesty, yeah. Always. So literally just say, if you're not into someone, just say, hey, uh, do you know what uh, uh, me and the DeLorean in the first uh, Back to the Future have in common with you? 
we have no spark, no power, no interest in you. We've got no flux. <laughs> got no flux capacitor. Yeah. You can All flux the, off. You can flux off because you're like that fucking DeLorean who got fucking, uh, you know, made obsolete. Um, although, you know, I feel bad. She wrote the question and I'm like, oh, fucking, maybe he's fucking. Do you know what? Like, you, you, you. This is a thing that like CBD apparently you do where like, you know, negative thoughts or trying to yeah. trying to trying to plot <clears throat> things that you can't know. And I think in a, a very overly simplified way is if you don't know why he's texting back, then anything you think of, you're wrong because yeah. you don't know. So you kind of have to take a lot of comfort in the fact that you have no idea why he's not texting back. It's a bit like Schrodinger's cat. Like you don't know if it's dead or alive. Yeah, but also like you don't want to. You need to just stop. Like Schrodinger's cat is like, I'm curious to fucking see a dead cat. Yeah. Oh, if there's a cat in there that may or may not be alive, I want to see it. You need to adopt a different approach here where you're like, look, I don't know. I just have to live in the moment. And if he writes back, he does. And if he doesn't, then fine. Do you ever just like but swallow you your pride though and just be like, if someone doesn't text you back for a while, you literally text them and be like, hey, listen, just what's the story? I have found myself getting into, I have found this, found that as I get older, the solution to a lot of situations like that is just to fucking leave it. And there's a lot of pride put out and just have yeah, to be especially fucking. Especially since you're married now, it's a bit weird. Now. Yeah, I just have to leave. I can't be texting birds anymore. Yeah, pain. Yeah, yeah, text me instead. Text you instead. <laughs> like, what, Tony, uh, Mark, what are you wearing? Mark, what are you wearing? Can we do some footsie under the table again? Right, next question. Please. Next question. Uh, what is Ireland's... Because well, that one got a bit heavy. So what is Ireland's sexiest name town? Sexiest named town? What Muff, town? Of course. Uh, Monster Devon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, or Tubar Curry. <laughs> Tubar Curry. Yeah. Kill Muckridge. Kill Muckridge. Ooh. No, I think, yeah, uh, I think... Muff is, of course. Muff. And muff is a word that I like for Fanny. There's a place, uh, a camera, I think it's in Waterford, and I just love saying it. Balagalli. 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 Um, I was... Emo. Emo's good, because we were obviously emo. Uh, I was meant to be doing a gig in, which I've been informed is Bally Buffet, but I've been calling it Bally Bofi. I know it's Bally Bofi. It's Bally Buffet. And my mother-in-law got great fucking chuckles over that, over the dinner table. Well, how me. posh is she? Well, she doesn't say everything. Oh, fine. Um, it's Bally Bofi. It's a whole, I, I will put... All right, if anyone's listening and they know for 100% what it is... If you're from Bally Bofi, I have to change it now because she told me to. <clears throat> and normally I hate doing that. Like when, the, when, when Bon Iver, and I'm not changing now I say that, when Bon Iver put out his first album and everyone was like, Bon Iver's album is amazing. Apparently Bon Iver spent a year in a cabin for Emma, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then he does the second album and it's like, welcome to the stage, Bon Iver. Yeah, and it, then, means, it means a cold winter or something like that, doesn't it? Whatever. And then everyone changed it. Bon Iver? But everyone was wrong. I am fucking bon Iver. Bon Iver. Bon so you're sticking Iver. with Bon Iver. Yeah, bon Iver. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> so Muff. Muff. Muff is, and I, and I think Muff is a word that I would like to bring into, you know, I, I'm a fan of writing uh, erotica, Jago, and yeah. I think writing the word Muff is one of the more tame when you're like, I don't want to say twat, you yeah. know, and I don't want to say pussy, you know what I mean? I also love muff that is a tame uh, it can have like a double use. entendre because like um, Muff was those big hairy arm things that you put your hands in if they're cold in the olden days oh yeah so he'd be like she pl- gently placed her turgid fingers inside her muff <laughs> <laughs> and you're like Ooh. we were uh, we were trying to come up with the worst new one that you could do like a new word you could do and uh, I think Joey come up with uh, calling a vagina a Christ 
being like I was touching her Christ. Oh, Isn't that so horrible? Christ. Her Christ. Oh, <laughs> I was having a shot of her Christ. Anyway, this has turned instantly smutty. Uh, but Muff <laughs> yeah, we is were number uh, Our first goal was like, don't get too smutty too quickly. Come on, this uh, is our second episode. We had a couple of beers, yeah. having a bit of fun. Um, Stone, sorry, Stone Cold Steve Austin, <clears> just come in here. Tony's having a can because he's, uh, he's having a, had a fight with his uh, dog. Um, you were going to say he's had a fight with his wife. And and I, I, I turned it. Whatever I turned you like. tail. Um, so, Tick Balang's preferred position during sex. Ooh. I would love to be road ragged by the Tick Balang. <laughs> so, you on all fours? Me, me. I don't know where I would be, but he'd be behind me, wherever he'd be. Um, I don't know. Ragged. I mean, oh. No, me, no, do you know what? I'd like to ride him. I'd like to ride him. Um, yeah. So, during sex... Uh, you know, he's very long shins, yeah. isn't he, famously? Long arms as well. What about you? I think just like normal missionary, just look into his big horsey dead eyes. But I don't want to see that side of him. You have to, man. You have to embrace it all. You might like part of the person you're having sex with, but you have to embrace it all. <laughs> that's li- That's good advice. You can love someone, but not like a part of them. You can. Yeah, like my... Farts are horrible, but people still love me. Well, this is something that if you ever listen to the Savage Love cast, Dan Savage says that every relationship <clears throat> is like an amusement park, and all the best rides are just behind this ticket booth, but there still is a cost of admission. Mm. So, what is the cost of admission in a relationship? Is the cost of admission that maybe they don't know how to cook and you have to do a bit more cooking, but apart from that, they're really there and they're really present, really attentive, they're really mm. loving and kind. Is it that patient, maybe patient? Like, yeah. Maybe they don't like to post stuff of you on Instagram. They've never done that before, so you can't really be angry that they don't want to do it now. That's not a now. huge thing if no one posts stuff. Really but some people might yeah. represent. Some people might appropriate that to be like, okay, well then they don't they don't love me the way I do because that's mm. how I show my affection. So the cost of admission is that they don't kind of do it in the same do, way. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good that's a good way of putting it. Like you need yeah. to pay you need to pay the toll if you're going to get. In your significant other's hole, in the troll's hole, in the troll's hole. But that's a way of. Uh, it's also a way of just being allowing yourself to be grateful, and grateful will beat fear and insecurity and sadness most times. Yeah. So if you focus on, oh well, I have to, I have to deal with this because I get X Y Z. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It makes sense that like anyway, uh, I would no wear the fucking ass off the horse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How the fuck did we get so responsible? <laughs> then, uh, yeah, lick his hoof off. I would. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, which cryptid would get a really good Guillermo del Toro movie? I I would love to see his. Um, I'd love to see his. I'd love to see his Chitori. Because I'd love to see his kind of take on kind of almost like, you know, they live like, you know, a kind sort of, of interdimensional being and interdimensional messing with our being world, like yeah. that we're kind of like and they kind of look a bit like uh, the fucking uh, shape, shape of water. Of water. Lad. Yeah. So I'd like to see his take on that because I'd love, to, I'd love to see. I mean, we have movies on kind of like the Illumin. We don't really. Yeah. But like it's a topic that people would lap up like you kind of see it loosely in like Hydra and. Dan Brown movies, movies like stuff a, like that in the background but there's no real sort of like and if there is the shite they're like the skull uh, the skulls yeah. and stuff like that but we don't really have a kind of ambitious movies that kind of sh- say that look you're in a kind of fantasy and that that's surprising because I think that's salacious that we'd enjoy that so I'd love to see Guillermo del Toro's mm. take on that and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is supposed to be in his new movie as well so maybe so he could be the Chitori Chitori imagine. you're so stupid human you're so stupid why would you do that <laughs> 
and he's yeah. just going to be fucking high intensity yeah. number 11 yeah, the whole the time the whole time oh. love him I love Leonardo DiCaprio I would also love to see um, their I would love to see his take on uh, the fucking I think Bigfoot would be a good one Bigfoot would be a great one he's a pretty pretty simple thing to do but like I'd maybe give him a bit more mm-hmm. like uh, human human humanity to it maybe they shave him yeah shaving Bigfoot I think there's definitely a porn movie called Shaving Bigfoot. Shaving Bigfoot. Um, what would be, I mean, if you think about it, like what's, what, what are Guillermo del Toro's best qualities of a film? He does incredible creatures. Creatures, he, yeah. He does very good kind of intimate shots and good storytelling and he does very good kind of like... He, uh, like his uh, his framing and his colour palette are real sort of like... Mm. Like in that, that, that fight scene in... Uh, the Golden Army, mm. when it's like the uh, the orange golden creatures fighting against all the creatures, and then they turn blue when the Klaus gets it possesses them and stuff like yeah. that. That was just a, like such great work by him. And uh, uh, one of the Bross butters was in it as well. Do you know what I actually like to see him do? The Tatzel worm. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I think I'd love to see his kind of take on that kind of like. German Man. Bavaria, like fucking sixteen hundred. There was a bit of that in like the troll market when there was a bit like sort of higgledy piggledy, like the trolls and their mm. uh, versed and all that shit. That I like that. So yeah, so maybe he'd be good with his Bavarian. Or uh, El Cuero, the big fucking massive jellyfish pussy yeah, man. I don't, don't know how he did that. It just be like flat, flat piece of leather. Mm. But in the end, he was the good guy, and the children were saved from the uh, Franco Spanish people. <laughs> yeah, the big fucking. Idiot jellyfish man that could barely have a fucking spine. <laughs> Still got too big a score anyway. Yeah, um, okay, next question. I'm gonna jump onto right. Sure. Um, what's the best thing to do on a first date? Uh, I was gonna say your first date, but I don't. I won't. Um, I would say something that takes focus off of you, and I'd say an activity that mm. um, that is something like uh, token tends to be fun because it's kind of an activity, and you're moving around. Mm. Bowling is like anything that you think like is almost like a first date. That's almost like you'd see in an American cliche. film. A cliche, yeah. Normally, is quite good. Yeah, something that like so instead of having the pressure of the two people talking to each other, mm. which sometimes like even if like I I find I'm pretty good talking to people like in general, but even like it can be a bit strained or constrained about what you're yeah. trying to you're trying to sort of suss each other out, and there can be a bit of a silence. Which silence in first dates is the most fucking panicky thing in the world and you're just like fuck what do I say something say something now yeah, and tough. then you just have to take a really long drink and you get locked and you end up just slurring everywhere but so <laughs> an activity would be good so as you said token for people who don't know tokens like a barcade like has old arcade machines mm. and stuff like that playing pool playing pool is fun yeah playing pool like you go to the hideout or something like that be a good show uh, playing our top trumps game when it comes out playing our top trumps or going somewhere like um Token and maybe playing more of their board games like Cards Against Humanity or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Or uh, like there's other board game bars uh, around Dublin. I mean, this is kind of shit we'd be like. I mean, you you could also, there's also like so many like weird, you know, like maybe something that you can kind of like get a read on someone because you, you don't want the conversation necessarily to be like, what are you into? What are you not into? You might want to go for like, go to a fucking gallery, you know, get something that you can actually focus on that you can talk about. Yeah. That isn't focused on you, and then you can get people's opinions. On yeah, stuff. exactly. So, that so even if it disagrees with you, it's not the end of the date. There's a bit of like a triangular structure to the date instead of just uh, back and forth between you two. You can be like, "Oh, what do you think of this painting?" Then you know you have something to mm. talk about. Just something that would make the atmosphere less tense. 
But also, I find that people are so intolerable. And Tinder's a very dangerous thing. I've never used it, and I've never used any of this, any of the kind of dating app. But mm. it's a very dangerous thing and how it makes people seem so disposable in terms of you can just swipe, especially in London, yeah. where there's even a higher population where, like, literally you can just keep swiping and just, you won't even get to the end of your street, you know? That's, like, I was on Tinder for a bit, and it was literally, like, uh, it turned into a bit of a... I d- didn't associate them with being people. I know that sounds fucking horrible. No, no, I know what you mean because yeah. it's not it's not meant to. It's a bit of like a commodity. Like, and then uh, if I got liked back, it became sort of like a ego boost to me, even if I wasn't going to talk to the person. But it's also like you're having you might might have these likes, then you might have these things, but you could have like five conversations on the go, mm. you know, or more, you know. And it I don't know, it just make, kind of makes people a bit more disposable. And then because of that, it kind of fits in with this kind of thing we do now where we have our echo chamber and we have our Twitter feed that perfectly matches exactly what we want to hear. So then we go from swiping from Twitter over to Tinder to get someone who matches and then we meet them. And then they could say something in the first 10 minutes that we don't actually agree with. And then we've kind of shut them off forever. But if you do something that's an activity and you're just talking about something like like you know, uh, fucking stupid. Uh, there was a say that you're in a gallery and one of the one of the paintings of a baby looks like you know, fucking Christopher Walken. Hmm. You can get a great laugh out of that. And then maybe maybe later on they might say, oh, I have some weird kind of ideology about how I was brought up that I'm not exactly on board with abortion, but I totally respect someone's right to do it, but I wouldn't do it. Then you might accept a nuanced perception. You might accept a nuanced opinion on something rather than shut them out completely because you have maybe laughed at a fucking something in the first place. So something I, that's going to focus on something else at the start. I, get, I went on a date and it was like, this is the worst date I've ever been on. And it, it is, I think it must have been the um, record for the shortest date ever. Because uh, oh. like texting back and forth, I met Tinder, texting back and forth, get on grand. We're like, oh yeah, let's meet up for a drink. So we met up in this place, and um, and like just for context there, this was the day after the Bataclan shooting, right? You know, in um, in France where a lot yeah. of people died and stuff like this. <clears throat> this is gonna get a bit dark here. Sorry guys, um, but we sat down and there was actually two Muslim girls beside us sitting there. It was a coffee place as well. Mm. And I, and I the first thing she sat down and I was like oh I'm interested I just want to get like something to drink or whatever like that and she's like yeah and then she's like oh we better not mess or those people will shoot us up and she and I literally turned around and I said to her like I have to go and I just stood up and walked out and like I was like she was gorgeous mm. but I was like how the fuck does someone go through life thinking that's acceptable yeah and fair juice to you man for doing it no but I was thinking like. At first of all, I was like, I walked out, and as I was walking out, it was just like, was she super nervous and just came out stupid? But then I was like, that can't be nerves. That sort of thinking doesn't. No, I mean that's just that's 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 not getting. That's just getting the. That's thinking, or maybe hanging in circles where that kind of chat uh, is fine. But like I, 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 I on board with that. do definitely think I have sort of a dark sense of humor, and, and at times it can be a bit on the edge. Yeah, but that is fucking no. out there. Well. Unless and here we a go, big unless. Unless these people like, no, do you know? There's no, no way. Even, there's no, there's no way you can't. No, I'm trying it. to think. Like, even if they were like, even if they were like geriatrically old Muslim women, you know, like even if they they looked like they would pose no threat whatsoever, other than the fact they were Muslim, then it would maybe be some kind of like the fact that they were they were sort of young girls. I sort of remember being like they're, but it, it's yeah. also just a shit joke either way. So yeah. it's fucking. There's no pattern to it. So I'd fucking. Yeah. You know, First time I ever like sort of, oh uh, first time I ever walked out of the day. Have you ever gone on, like a really bad day? Uh no. Um <laughs> well I've had many, many bad dates um with my ex girlfriends and 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 current wife. Uh <laughs> but no 
I had a very, I had a very short single period between a long, a long term relationship and uh, and then jumping into my relationship that then led to my marriage. So, oh, so you you really have no dating experience and can't give advice on it. No, I can't. Uh, but what I can <laughs> give you experience on is cyber sex, especially if it's the year two thousand and one. Oh, a nudge, 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 nudge. Um, okay, we will move on to the next one here. Pretty simple, quick one we can do. If I see you in public, can I ask you for a photo? Of course you can, as long as that's Jago. Uh, not you, no. I oh, say, of course you can, Jesus Christ. Do you get sick of people saying, like, plume and... Oh my God, like, I fucking love it. And I'm not, there's no hint of irony there. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? No. Can you imagine, like, wh- how, what kind of world where someone... And I know how people are viewing stuff. Like, people might be watching it on their phone. They might be showing it to their friends. I, I get people send me videos that they've been watching. Uh, they put on, you know, sharing to their Apple TV mm-hmm. or their, or their, you know... Chromecast or whatever like that where they're watching videos at home so I'm on the TV and they're fucking smoking a bong and high as a kite <laughs> and they're laughing and they're sending me videos of that and they get to communicate with me what a world and so absolutely come over to me and say whatever yeah. the only thing is I've had a few times someone maybe like trying to like get a f- and very rare where someone trying to take a photo and like a sneaky photo a sneaky photo and you were doing an action there and I was like you need to say sneaky yeah, photo sorry, yeah sorry take a photo <laughs> sneaky photo but I mean I, I but I uh but apart from that, I mean, even they were like, Cantwell, I'm taking a photo of you. Yeah. You know, I fucking love that. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I got into comedy because I'm a fucking attention Ego seeker. I do. I, I didn't say that at all. Yeah. <laughs> I you didn't say that at all. A, 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 a but you get that now as well, don't you? Uh, no, not really. A lot of our gigs, you've got people fucking grabbing you for the, for the snaps. Yeah, but it's always like, oh, yeah. And can you get Tony in? And it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, okay, fuck, fuck. Yeah, it. don't you fucking no, forget that, it. I just mind. Oh, today, actually, I actually walked by Marty Whelan, and I was like, oh, fuck, I really want to get a picture of him. I had a coffee in my hand. It was about, like, 12 o'clock. I was on break or something like that. And uh, and I was sort of, I was walking by him. It was near the Wax Museum. Oh, yeah? And I was walking towards him, and I was like, fuck, 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 what do I do? I was actually panicking a little, because he was, and then I heard he was on the, he was on the phone. And he was fuming at someone. He oh was like, no! I can't. I think he was waiting for a car or something that was supposed to turn up to collect him. Right. And he was like, "I can't believe this. I've. I can't believe this. I have to go." And then I was like, "Oh, bye, Marty." <laughs> but he, he. And then I think he sort of locked eyes and he was like, "This guy's gonna fucking try and do." Yeah. He looked. I felt bad because he actually looked really stressed, and I was like, "Marty, do you want to drag you back anywhere?" <laughs> I didn't say that to him. All right. He should have offered. <clears throat> We're gonna move on to the next question now. All right. But as well, he doesn't mind. He's a very good guy. Yeah, he seems like a nice dude or whatever. Mm. Uh, another one is, how can I look hard even though I've never been in a fight? Well, this is similarly to wanting to get the person to text back. Why do you want them to? You know what I mean? Why do you want to look hard? Yeah. Um, why do you? Why did you want to look hard? Yeah. These uh, context. I mean, you could easily look. Hard. You can. You can look hard instantly by shaving your head and not getting enough sleep. That's yeah. You get the whole Edward Furlong in uh, American History X. American History X. Yeah. That 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 that's 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 quite easy. Um, do you do you instantly think someone's hard if they have a shaved head and they're tired? Um, I if it depends who you if you want to look hard with someone who you're hanging out with in a couch like you know and you're like a sitting room mm. then that's not going to cut it. But if you're just looking to pass in the street so people don't start on you, maybe shave your head. I've maybe I've get been a tattoo told I have eye. a very aggressive walk. You have a very odd gait, Mark Jago. I will say that about you. Yeah, I, you walk very fast with your head head leaning and arms going ninety. What do you mean leaning? You kind of lean with your head. You kind of walk with your head. Oh, so my head, my head goes forward. Your head kind of goes forward, and it's the rest of your body trying to catch up. Does that up look like it. I'm perpetually falling? It's like, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you've got the oddest gait, and you've got a very intense walk. I walk yeah. very fast as well, but yeah. I kind of just you know, 
I don't want fucking idiots ask me for a photo. So bleeding yeah, plume <laughs> over here. Uh, this one's gonna be easy. Tolteca Abujam. Oh, um, I'm. I can't be trusted with a burrito because I eat them too fast. Yeah, and then you get I the, eat every stick, burrito stomachs too fast. But also, look, I I come from a generation where guac is extra for fifty cents or whatever it mm. is. What's with fucking everything being extra? Don't fucking lie to me. How much is the final burrito going to be? Hmm. Don't say the tortilla is two and the beans are three and the fucking peppers are one. Yeah. And then you get a burrito at the end of fucking like 12 quid. Ten, it's yeah. fucking snuck up on me, you cunts. It's why I don't like shopping in America because it's like you get to go up and it's like, oh, that's $5. It's like, oh, sorry, that's $6.75 because the tax isn't that. Yeah, that's, right. that's one tax. And that's what fucked pissed me <laughs> off is about a sky scanner at the moment. We were looking for flights and then he has Ryanair there. But yeah, is that what it is? Is that what it is? Because then you, you're gonna, you are going to pick your seats, especially if you're going with someone else. Hmm. You're going to have to pack your bag you're gonna have to fucking bring a bag bring a bag on a flight so that's extra so then you're having to work out all right well with all the extras i mean the extras end end up being like 30 euro so just add 30 euro i know that now but you don't (laughs) but you don't see that you don't see that with you know when sky scanner or anything like that but um i don't know if i've had i still think i still still think i prefer boojum i'm neither of them now this is my jago's top tip we have to make a sting for this okay here we go Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, top tip, checking the tip of my dick. It's Jago's top tip. Um, El Grito in the Temple Bar Arch is the best Mexican you'll ever have in Dublin. Burrito. Yeah, burrito. Uh, tacos are unreal. They're, not in the arch anymore, though. Uh, what do you mean? They left. They're not in the arch anymore. When was the last time you went? Oh, a while ago. They've oh, moved. shit, no, they opened it and they moved it to that moved. restaurant. Yes, yeah, sorry, I have been to that restaurant. Um, You're so full of shit. Oh, I know because I had too much of the Mexican food. Um, <laughs> but no, it's really good. Check it out, guys. I haven't, I haven't had the burrito. How does it compare in terms of cost? Burrito is very good. Actually, I don't like Pablo Picantes because once I ate Pablo Picantes and I found a fucking full chicken bone in the chicken burrito and I went back and complained and they fucking just didn't give a shit. Yeah, we would they, they? They was, they were literally When you're trained to move that fast to make a burrito, then the last thing you want is someone coming over with a fucking chicken bone or like, I don't know how to get rid of this guy. Yeah, so I just threw it back into the fucking bowl where the, the chicken was. Apparently... I don't know. Was this on our, our group chat? Someone said this, but I don't know who told me this. You get twenty percent more filling from a bowl than a yeah, burrito. That's our friend, our engineer friend, uh, Aiden. Um, weighed both <laughs> the burrito in a burrito. Wow, we wrap. did that. And no, I'm just implying because he's a nerd. Aiden, uh, yeah, sorry. And Aiden. he put it in a bowl, and he said you get something like what twenty percent more food. Twenty percent more more topping in a burrito bowl. Yeah. So there you go. And like to be honest. You're eating it for the filling, and if you you can buy like a real big pack of uh, wraps in Tesco, really cheap. So if you really want to, you can bring it in, them <laughs> and wrap it up from the bowl. <laughs> also, all right, next one. <clears throat> if you had to go on an excursion to find one cryptid, which one would you choose? I like this one. Oh, that's an excellent question. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think I think I would love to go um to try and find the shojo. Because it would give any give us an excuse to go to Japan mm. and try and coax it out by getting pissed. pissed. Yeah. If this ever sort of translates into a travel show where we find cryptids, which we think it should, which or we T-E, think it will, because Ireland definitely has the industry and uh, the loose cash to fund something. Like yeah, because all the quality programs that the RTE put on, you know, everyone keeps looking for RTE, man. RTE is not going to be making anything. It's all going to be digital in some capacity, and no. you know, oh, and you know what, RTE. They don't have, 
they don't have the money to make what they want to but make. But why don't they have the money? They're getting fucking 160 quid off everyone has a fucking TV in but Ireland. But they're not, because mo- a lot of people don't pay Do that. you pay your license? I pay my license, but a lot of people don't pay their license. And people aren't kind of getting money from that. So then when they people are paying the money, they do have, kind of have to pander to the people who are paying for the money. So we have the Late Late Show, yeah, which so still most people will watch. Well, late, I would give Late Late Show that, but do you think that the majority of people who pay their TV license are going to be in the bracket that like fucking... Uh, I can't think of anything that the RT RT usually takes their good shows off uh, like yeah, British TV and stuff like that you know what I mean well they do and they make their own <laughs> stuff but it's also the production companies that make it but I mean it, it, I, I just feel like RT will for the majority part have to go for something that's cheap that they can make and that most people will appreciate which will go for reality shows which and at the end of the day, if you're having the same people, same number, I don't, I'm not saying this is the best way to do it, but I understand where it comes from. If you're having the same number of people who are watching a reality show of Vogue Williams going to a fucking, you know, fucking CDR Dad Chalice compared to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> compared to uh, a incredible uh, sketch show done by the best talent that Orti has to offer, and it's getting the same views. Then one's cheaper than the other, yeah. and they're going to go with that one. So uh, I, I understand it. Don't get me wrong; there is there is a few things like uh, Alison Spittle show. Like that was a great uh, show. Yeah, that was a great show. Um, but I just think they need to. They're they're uh, that, what is someone? I don't know if this is true or not, but I read like an article somewhere that the people that what the RT are pandering to like something like thirty percent of the viewing audience mm-hmm. that they have like talk show hosts and like. Are like these crappy sort of like I love the Late Late Show. Like I actually do like watching it some time to time. Mm-hmm. But most of their shows, like nationwide, I haven't watched that in years. But I don't Duncan fucking something no, Duncan Bantine or whatever. No, I, I I don't I don't know anyone who's on. I don't know anyone. In Amer- in England, apparently, if you sign this a waiver saying that you'll never watch any sort of digital media again, you'll never you can, once a year you don't have to pay your TV license for BBC. What does that mean? Yeah. So basically, you can say that you can't look at anything on TV. So only streaming and stuff like that from your laptop. But also, BBC has no ads. So RT is getting ad revenue and... With a population yeah. of, compared to a population of... But it's still, still the same, like 3 million 160. That's maths. <laughs> no. I'm not doing it, but it is maths. <laughs> they've, got, they've got institutions and a population that's dramatically bigger than ours. So they can do, they can do that. And they've also... Sure, TG Kiahar keeps sending uh, Hector off to the fucking India all the time. Well, look, if we can speak <laughs> Irish, then maybe we can go to Leitrim and look for the Dabraku Oscailga. Carl will the fucking Dabraku! Do you know what? Like, I want you to contact your local RTE representative, and I want you to see an all-Irish show where we go around finding cryptids in Ireland. <laughs> and we just were up in... No, but things, Jacob, people have Lusk. ideas... People have ideas for these things, and then when it actually comes to the actual making of things, things things are things are difficult. Things are difficult to get made. I will, I've I've been I'm a lot more humbled and I have a lot more sympathy for why things don't get made. But I also understand that. Look, you could fucking make something tomorrow. You could make you could we could go down to Leitrim ourselves with a budget of seventy quid and make a documentary on looking for the double coup. We have the capabilities. I don't know why anyone's looking for a handout. I know I know what people are looking for a handout. People want to get paid to do the stuff that they do, but you can also do it yourself. Yeah, and, after and I your, love you. After your uh, car crash of sitcom pilot that happened where your mm. arse started talking. Yeah, well, it was called uh, Arson, Arson Me, mm. Arson Wells and yeah. Me. And it was me and a talking arse that sounded like Orson Wells. Yeah, it was possessed by Tony, the Tony, Tony, I'm ar- farting again. <laughs> <laughs> 
and no one bought it not even Virgin with their new cash yeah and you spent all your life savings like you had to remortgage your house I did I shouldn't have paid I should have just done the voice myself yeah. I realised I could do better Arson Wells voice it's than your the man. war of the turds yeah, that was that's good it's war of the worlds <laughs> do we have any more questions we certainly do um Sorry, my phone's loading up there now. That's fine. Don't which mind that. cryptid would you bring out for a meal, and which would you have as a meal if you had to eat? I think I would <clears throat> derive great delectable pleasure eating a mermaid. Oh yeah, battered, battered, battered mermaid we woman. We can't say battered woman. What? Yeah. Why not? No, I'm only joking. No, a battered mermaid or merman. Yeah. Let's go with merman, so it's less. Yeah. A battered merman. I would wear the fucking... Uh, oh, it would last you a while. I'd have to, you'd have to smoke it so it didn't go off too fast. I'd smoke it, I'd... <clears throat> I'd make love to the merman, I'd kill him, and then I'd eat him. I'd have... I'd get all... I'd get all... <laughs> I'd get all of my carnal pleasures from this um, from this merman. It's, yeah... See, you've made me think about that, because, like... I wouldn't actually do any of this, by the way. You know that, but if I had to, that's the answer mm. to answering the question. Well, these are these are creatures that we've included in our crypt, so you have to. Yeah, exactly. I would eat a merman because it's close to a fish. Close to a fish. What about uh, kraken? Ooh, kraken is basically kraken, giant calamari. Kraken so calamari. So you could have a calamari, <laughs> a calamari ring that is about the size of you. Um, see, I always used to fantasize. I used to I used to love cola bottles as a child, mm. and I used to fantasize about having a giant cola bottle. The size of me, but then thinking about the reality, it'd be fucking run. Yeah, things are small for, for the right reason, in, and also I'd kill myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or like did you ever see those uh, those uh, fucking jelly jelly bears? What are they called? Uh, uh, gummy bears. Gummy bear, yeah, gummy bears. Those, and you can buy one that's like fucking fifteen pounds, and it's huge. Um, but what they don't tell you is one of the active ingredients in jelly beans is actually a laxative. So if you read all the reviews, it's like, uh, I ate the I ate the gummy bear and then after about two hours I was on the toilet oh shitting God. myself. Like, and I think it is supposed to be a novelty. You're not supposed to eat it that much. Or maybe like segmented. I, yeah. saw, I saw they had um, on, like on YouTube, it was like the world's biggest Cheeto. And then they take it out. Once they do one bite into it, all the coating's gone. Yeah. So then you're just biting into like styrofoam. Oh, it's like and <sighs> dust, <laughs> or like the world's biggest gobstopper. And you're like, what? That's fucking dangerous as hell. Yeah, um, I would, I would eat, I would eat a, a mermaid or maybe like a fried uh, Loveland frog. Oh, oui, Monsieur. Mm. Oh, monsieur. A bit of a garlic, a little bit of frog. Yeah, a little bit of garlic. Um, now, yes. Who would you take to dinner as a date? Or not even a date, just like someone to get to know better well. Better well. Better well. Um, I think I might take... I think Santa would be good for giving you all the goss. Oh, shit, yeah. He sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, and the rest, and he knows everything about everything, so he could be like, oh, ho, ho, ho. Tom Cruise has not been a very good boy this year. He's been having an affair with a man. Yeah. You know, or something like which that. Which that's okay for Tom Cruise. Like, no, no, no. No, it's fine, but if he's in a relationship oh, or something, yeah. which I don't know if he is, but if he's having Oh, he'd be such a gossy girl, wouldn't he? He'd be great. Yeah, we'd have a little uh, daiquiri with him. Yeah, it'd be great. And he wouldn't get pissed and you'd get pissed and then he'd, and then he'd take you home and like hold you. Yeah, and he'd put you, he'd put you in his big sack and then drop you off at home and be like, be amazing. someone's had a few too many daiquiris. You too many daiquiris. So we're going to wrap it up. We have, we're going to finish off with one 
pressing question that we sure. just received here now. Mm. Literally just received in the last mm. little while. Uh, <clears throat> if I can pull it up. We are experts in this uh, field here now. If two lesbians scissored really hard, For do you God's think sake. they could create a portal to another dimension? Now, I'm not too au fait on lesbian sex. Mm. I've watched a lot of videos about it, but I think they're not <laughs> real life. <laughs> I don't... I mean, I hope that anyone with enough love and genuine compassion to each other can, you know, like, have you ever seen that film Somewhere in Time with Chris, oh. Christopher Reeve? No, I haven't. Oh, sorry. I think it's something else there. He does this thing where he basically gets visited by this old woman and she gives him uh, she gives him a note and she says, come to me. And he starts investigating this woman and the woman of the same name he realizes will used to be this actress. And then he sees, I think, a photo of himself with this actress mm-hmm. that's like 50 or 60 years old and it freaks him out. And he realizes in some capacity that he has to travel back in time to see this woman. So he like he finds out that if he thinks really hard and focuses and gets dressed up in the clothes of the people in the Mm. 20s and has like nothing but paraphernalia and gets in a room that looks exactly like it's supposed to be, he can convince himself that he can travel through time and he does. And he sees the woman again. I'm not going to tell you how it ends. But anyway. (laughs) Mental hospitals. (laughs) But that was someone who was able to travel through, you know, people doing amazing Mm. things like mothers lifting cars to protect babies and things just happening because you're able to tap into some better part of yourself I would like to think that two lesbians scissoring each other uh, with such love and compassion could open up a dimension to where they are truly happy with themselves and happy with each other 100% I am not reading this um, uh, as the one dimensional smut that I'm sure it came in as uh, where they're talking where this one talk about scissoring lesbians Yeah, Uh, I don't know what I don't know how lesbians make love I think they just passionately and deep keys Deep keys. Keysy. Uh, si- like, uh, I think sis- that, I, would scissoring be like? Uh, I think good. I don't think it'd be very good. I think they passionately deep kiss each other's vaginas uh, and clitorises, and I think they finger and fist each other's. And on that note, we're going to end our Q and A session. Well, thanks for sending these questions in. Uh, we're probably going to have uh, one in a couple of weeks' time, uh, since we were getting a lot of good feedback about the last. We got episode. some great questions. Thank you very much for sending them in, and thank you as well for your regular support yeah. of the podcast. We and really do appreciate. it. Also, thank you, Ashley, for doing the constantly amazing artwork. Yeah. Now take your feet up off the fucking whatever the the, the poof uh, and put them down. Poof is the thing you put your feet up on. Yeah, I know. And, uh, and take your feet and put them on the poof. Take your feet up off the poof now because yeah. you're back to work next week yeah. illustrating something Sl- phenomenal for us. Something per. good. And we'll make it hard for you, okay? Yeah, and that's the way it's going to be. And as always, uh, thank you very much for listening. And also thank you to Tristan Carroll for sending in our fantastic new theme song that we use on the Off Colour episodes. And here it is again. Jago, I love you. I love you too. Girl, you're such a sexy beast. You're such a sexy beast. Are you a Loch Ness monster? Or are you Bigfoot? Cryptic, supernatural vampire, banshee, Tony and Jago. Oopses, Owen Dago. Hey, 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 coming after me. Who the fuck said you could laugh at me? Smack with me. Do the Bigfoot think he could stab with me? Blasphemy. You could dare come at me with a Bigfoot dick and a Loch Ness monster pussy? Hey, now you sexy beast. This has been a Headstuff Podcast Network. Is that right? This has been a Headstuff Podcast Network. Tune in next week for Tony and Jago go to Connemara looking for...
The Dobber Coup. With RTE. <laughs> this has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.